Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey y'all. Happy family day. Happy family day, everybody. Oh, I didn't even realize. I work on family day. Oh, well, if you're, if you get the day off today, congratulations. I know a lot of people actually do have to work, but yeah, but I mean, I will make sure to do something with my family to celebrate family day. You should. And even if you are not able to do something with your family, for all of y'all who don't live with your family and you can't because of COVID, just FaceTime them or text them up and tell them how much you love them. Yeah. Be be a bit vulnerable. That's like a good theme. I'm learning about vulnerability lately and it's interesting so yeah freaking get out of your box and say mom dad i love you i freaking love you i freaking love you i feel like february is a month of love you know just just embrace it so honestly i think about this every year about how like there's always those people who are so negative and grouchy about valentine's day yes and they're like why can't you just show love all every day of the year why do you have to have a day yeah but i'm like why do you got to be so negative? Like, why can't you just be like, oh, how fun. Like, an extra little reason to show somebody that you love them and, like, have a reason to have a date night with your significant other or have a Galentine's Day, you know, little date with one of your girlfriends. Like, I don't get why that's, like, why don't, just embrace it and enjoy it. Like, why don't, don't be negative. I've been pondering on that a lot lately, and this is my conclusion. I actually might have an answer for you. Okay. So, like, I feel that way, too, and I, I personally, this, this, I've learned this, le- whoa, I've learned this because some people judge me for my Disney love, and I think it's because people like to take the contrarian opinion no matter what. Like, yeah. this, this, I had this insight because I was listening to that Matthew McConaughey Green Lights, and he was talking about when he was in film school, and, like, all the, like, contrarian people in his class would, like, shit-talk any mainstream box office movie, whereas he'd be like, oh, I went and saw, like, uh, like, I don't know, Mission Impossible on the weekend, and, like, I enjoyed this, that, and this about it. And then, whereas, like, some people in his class would be like, oh, my God, you're trash. You went to see a box office film. Or, like, oh, you like Disney? Like, what are you? So I think it's the idea of, like, you can't, like, like, you're against anything mainstream, Whereas you, you have to be different or you have to be, yeah. but I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Like y- you can see both sides. Like you can also like the, like, oh, I love, um, Vincent Van Gogh, but then you also love like some pop culture art or you're allowed to like some old Tchaikovsky, but you can also like do a Lipa or something, you know, like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Can... I just am along the lines of like, just to enjoy things and not take it too seriously. Like people, yeah. I think take things too seriously and they're just like valentine's day is just a made-up holiday for people (laughs) to spend money and i'm like you don't even have to freaking spend money like bake some cookies or like just literally like make a fun dinner at home with your significant other or your husband or whoever and just like spend time with each other like i know it's like made up and shit but like who cares like it's just an excuse for something fun to do so why not just like get into the spirit of things and like have fun with it i don't know i'm all about like Getting if there's excited. something fun, like, for example, Halloween. A lot of people yes. think Halloween is stupid. Yeah. But, like, I just think it's fun. Like, I just like it because I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is just, like, fun and goofy. And when else do you get to dress up? Like, might as have well you embrace been, it. 
Have you been personally attacked lately? I feel like this is a passionate point for you. I don't know. Every year on Valentine's Day, I just feel like there's so many people who are so negative about it. And it's always, like, on social media. And, like, even Sean the other day, he's like, why does there have to be one day that you're supposed to show people you love them? You should just act like that every year. And I'm like, or every day of the year. And I'm like... It just just, is a good reminder. It's it's just, like, fun. Like, it's just fun and an excuse to, like... I don't know. It's an excuse for you to buy me flowers. Like, I don't know. It's an excuse for us to have a date night. Like... I don't exactly. Know. Just embrace it and enjoy life. Like, don't be such a pessimist. Fuck. I agree. I feel like life is so short and, like, th- like your joy gets dwindled from so many things throughout the day. So, like, if there's any reason to just be, like, hype and excited and feel joy and just be, like, I love you, you know? It's yeah. great. And I also, love it. Hell, I was single for 20 Valentine's Days of my life. Yeah. And I still fucking loved it. Like, I was yeah. still... I enjoyed it. Like, I, my parents would get me a Valentine or whatever. Like, it, yes. I just would enjoy it for what it was. I didn't need a significant <laughs> other. So even if you're single, don't be all mopey. Just, like, you know, celebrate Spend, something do else. something special. Also, that's such a good point because one of my all favorite Valentine's Day of all times was I went to Olive Garden with my girlfriends and we ate pasta until we couldn't even walk. Oh, that and then we went to the see, best. Yes, and then we went to see um, freaking Fifty Shades and it was just so fun. Like, I still have that memory and I was like, freak yeah, that was awesome. So, you yeah, can do exactly. whatever you, you feel. make the best of it. It's an excuse to go out and do something. So there exactly. you go. Exactly. What a, what, a, what a way to start the episode. Sorry for the rants, everybody. <laughs> I'm just really passionate. That's <laughs> no, okay. It's okay. So today we're going to talk all about like love and our feelings and relationships and yada, yada, yada. But first, Lex, tell me what you're grateful for. Okay, everybody. Another passionate topic of mine oh. because I really feel very strongly about this. Tell this me. week I had a new discovery. Yeah. That really, I don't want to be dramatic because it's only been one week, but I think it's really changed my life. Um, I finally decided to download the Peloton app. Oh, on my iPad, and okay. wow, I worked out several days this week, and I looked forward to it, and I enjoyed it. Okay, tell me, do you buy it, or is it free? Uh, so you get a one-month free trial, and then mm-hmm. after that, it's, I think, $16 a month. Okay. So, like, it's a little bit pricey, but, like, the way I was looking at it was, like, I'll try it for the first month, and then I'm not going to the gym, obviously, they're closed. Yeah. And I haven't renewed my membership or anything, so I'm, like, it's cheaper, like, less than half the price of a gym membership. That's true. So, I'm, like, I mean, I can justify it if I'm going to be using it every single week. Totally. It's cheaper than going to the gym, and it's cheaper than going to, like, a class, and, like, I think... My favorite way of fitness is, like, class fitnesses because Mm -hmm. I – class fitnesses, but, like, (laughs) fitness classes, Jesus, uh, because I'm not very, like, self-motivated. Fair. No, that's okay. So I need someone telling me what to do because then I'm, like, okay, like, you only have to, like, make it to the end of this class and just, like, do what the person does and it it distracts me from, like, what I'm doing because I'm just, like, listening to the instructor. Yeah, I agree. And I'm also, like, kind of – I'm not a hugely competitive person, but for some reason when I'm in, like, a fitness class of any kind, like, I don't want to be, like, the one that's, like, can't keep up. So I, like, really push myself to, like, make sure that I don't stop when, like, it's hard or, like, you know what I mean? If she's, like, okay, turn up the speed or, like, you know, push yourself, like, do a few more of these exercises, I, like, do it. Because I'm, like, fuck, I don't want to be lazy and, like, be a failure. Yeah. So, like, I do it. So I downloaded the app. Uh, they have tons of classes on there. There's, I mean, Ooh. obviously spin classes. You can do. do you have I don't a spin have, bike. I, sorry. Do you have a spin bike? No, I don't. Okay. So I don't have a spin bike. So I haven't been doing those. But it kind of has made me like 
want to get a spin bike because they have uh-huh. like the best classes are the spin ones because they have like music themed classes that you could do like a post malone class oh like, that's right up your alley. Sound- yeah i'm like that sounds fun but they have treadmill classes so i have a treadmill oh. so i've been doing um a bunch of treadmill classes which have been so fun okay. and i've been doing um pilates classes Ooh. and they have guided meditations oh. on the app you're so I've been me. doing meditations at the end of my workouts, which is, like, such huh. a good way to, like, wind down after your workout and, like, have something to look forward to at the end. Yes. And they have, like, stretching classes. They have a bunch of, like, strength ones, like, either body weight or with, like, light weights. Um, they have boot camps. They have, uh, like, with the treadmill, you can choose if you want to do, like, running or if you want to just do, like, walking or hiking, like, incline stuff. Okay. Um, there's, like, so many classes, and it's, it's all it, – you can choose – like what kind of class you want, like difficulty wise or length wise. Like they have classes that are like ten minutes, classes that are an hour, classes that are like half an hour. Like it doesn't matter, and right. all different you instructors. So you could find someone that you really like and then like take all of their classes, hmm. and then you can see other people who are taking the class at the same time as you. Oh, wow. And they also have like a bunch of live classes. Usually they're the spin classes, okay. but there's like live classes. So if you wanted to, you could do a class that's like actually happening oh. at that time, and everybody's like on it at the same time. Oh, wow. So it's kind yeah. of like you get that class feeling as well. Yeah. That's interesting. I've been actually kind of looking for something to push me because I've been kind of having that funk as well. So yeah. I might have to give it a go. Yeah. Highly recommend, guys. And if you're just somebody who, like, is not motivated, I don't know. For some reason, it just, like, resonated with me and I've really right. been enjoying it. So Thanks. it makes my time on the treadmill go by way faster. Okay. That's what I need in my life because yeah. the housewives only can do so much for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's a good one, Lex. Okay, this is a very specific gratitude moment, but I've been okay. thinking about it so much. So earlier this week, Gerald and I, so being in quarantine, our date night is now watching The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. So every Tuesday night, we like FaceTime and watch The Bachelor. And this Tuesday night, I don't know what was going on, but our both of our internets would not connect. And like, I was, <laughs> bless this boy's soul, because I was getting all mad and flustered. And I was like, we were wasting it was like 20 minutes of just like trying to connect and it wasn't doing anything and I was like we're wasting time like this is the evening is going on and let's just like I'm not even no we'll just watch it on our own like I was just being uh, like an asshole and just being fed up and impatient and like I just texted him being like just watch it on your own and I'll watch mine on my own (laughs) and then I was like mad and stewing and I like he he texted me back kind of just being like just trying to be like okay like it's okay that's fine and I just, like, left him on red and, like, because I was being sassy and, like, angry. And then he – so each week when we watch The Bachelor, there's this girl on there named Bree. And each week he does this joke. He always goes, what do you think – like, what do you think her background is? Do you think she's Polynesian? Like, even from day one, he kept – because on the first episode, he was like, I wonder where she's from. And I'm like, why are you so obsessed, Gerald? Like, why do you care so much? <laughs> so then each week consistently, he's like, I wonder where Bree's from. Is she Polynesian? And so then he he could tell I was like, man, bless this soul because he's so calm. I've never seen Gerald get – like, lose his temper, but – he knew I was frustrated and like that I left him on red and he just texts me saying, do you think Bree is Polynesian? And then I was just like, ah, Gerald, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just so, ice. you broke the ice and I'm just so grateful for him and how he like, I just think he's so sweet. Like, I'm just like, okay, you're, you know what, you knew what to do in the situation and, and it, it avoided a full, like, you Meltdown. know, he calmed me down really quick. And then I was like, okay, yeah, it's not the end of the world. So I just am grateful for that. I think it was cute. But 
I feel like that's always nice too because it just gives you that little like boost of reassurance that you're like okay I pick like I'm with a good match for yeah, me because yeah. like he knows like he's the opposite like he's not the same as you where he would also just get mad and like be pissed off about the situation like he was just like trying to keep it light and you're like oh, that's what I need <laughs> yeah yeah it's so funny he's like if I just say this one thing it'll bring her back to life and then I was like <laughs> okay yeah you're so right like was, like clearly like Haley you need to just be more patient but. No, I'm grateful for that. And I guess it kind of ties in with this week's episode, talking about love. Cute. I know, so soft. Couple of cuties. Uh, yeah, what can you say? <laughs> we had some arguments this week about house hunting, though, so it does balance out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's okay. We'll t- get into that more when that time comes. But anyways, I'm going to start us off with some fun Q&A. Ready? Do Let's- it, okay. girl. So I really did some pondering because I've never actually thought about love like this Whoa. ever. So this fuck? is gonna this is gonna get deep. So Lex, do you think love actually exists? Is it a th- is it a thing outside of us, or is it just chemicals in the brain interacting? What do you think? I think it's something outside of us because the way I see it, like I there's certain how do I phrase this? I know it's like, a, it's a deep one. Okay, I'll just, so I've dated somebody who I did not love, and I had no, I did not have that connection to them. Yes. And then I've obviously dated Sean, and, like, I knew early on that it was, like, different. Yes. And then I knew when, like, I did, I was, like, I had the realization, I'm, like, oh, man, like, I love this this man. And so I think, like, if it was just chemicals in your brain, like, why would I have not had that same feeling towards somebody else that I do yeah. for Sean because yeah. it was just chemical reaction and like you know we're just like mammals that are attracted female to male or whatever like yeah at why it should not? be it should be anyone it shouldn't really matter who it is right exactly yeah it should just be instinct but because it's like only certain people can spark that feeling in you yeah. I think that that makes it me believe that it's not and also just because I'm hippy dippy so no that's fair no I feel you I'm unsure this is like I'm so unsure of the world so like I actually okay I'm not like unsure but I think it is kind of like this so like I obviously understand like I think it exists outside of us and I think that there is chemical reaction obviously happening like your dopamine is released um, and I think in the first like year or couple of years when you're in that honeymoon phase, I think people think that's love, but I think that the honeymoon phase is like the chemical reactions. And then I think like real love is when you're choosing to like continue to be connected to that person and yeah. you're, you're choosing, you're making those, co- like, I think the chemical reaction is when you're like, you're like the infatuation infatuation is the chemical reaction but the love aspect because I think about that with like not just relationships but like Kira and my family and then like love is like oh man like I will always work on this relationship and I always want you in my life and I always like I would you know you're just so special to me so I think that's the love aspect but I don't know it's interesting right like I'm just like I would love to know, but then that's the argument that so many people give about, like, that there's nothing more to us, like, that we're just biological creatures, that I'm, but I'm like, there's no, there's more, like, there's... I think so, too, and I think, like, for me, like, for example, one of the times when I kind of, like, realized that I was, like, in love, in, like, more of a romantic sense, yeah, and the way that I kind of defined it for myself was, like, 
that person's happiness was my happiness. Yes. So there was a point in me and Sean's relationship, just as an example, where he was, like, kind of going through, like, a rough time. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, really, like, killing me. Like, I was feeling so bad. Like, I literally, like, cried because I felt sad for him. Yes. And then it made me realize that, like, if he's unhappy, like, I can't be happy because his happiness is my happiness. Totally. And I think that the same thing goes for, like, my family members. Like, if my brother's going through something, like, that's going to affect me and make me upset because I know that he's unhappy. And, like, I think when you love somebody, you just want them to be well and you want them to be doing good so yes I think that's kind of another aspect of it too whereas like you have like acquaintances and like people that you know that you're like obviously it sucks when they're going through bad stuff and you're not Mm -hmm. like whatever but you don't like let it affect you because you don't have that same connection to them yeah I agree it is that that like that special connection and I think that's what the love is I don't think love is like the like emotions oh my god you're so fabulous you know I think the love is that is that empathy and then that caring and 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 just I don't know it's like yeah that and just like wanting to I guess we've talked about the love languages before Mm -hmm. in a past episode which if you guys haven't watched that or listened to that one I would check it out it's a short episode but I think also the people that you express those different love languages to that you may not with others like for example like I love being able to give gifts to people who I love like my girlfriends and my family like it's like one of my favorite things is gift giving whereas like you know somebody that I don't have that connection to I'm just like oh well like (laughs) yeah no I agree (laughs) it is it's like and then when they like their joys are your joys like this is even on a friend level I feel like when you when you pass that level with a friend and you know it's like true friendship is when like like here's an example is like one of my girlfriends she just passed an exam that she had previously failed and had been like working her ass off to pass and then you're also like feeling that joy so much you're just like thank the fucking lord you know like it's like you feel those things as well I I think but yeah then if if uh somebody who is an acquaintance like passed a test you're just like cool it's not as special yeah And, and yeah no I agree I think it's a I think it's an interesting topic um okay do you know how you can be sure that you love someone I think kind of like what I said as far as that their happiness is your happiness type thing yeah um also this was something that like really resonated with me I don't know if I've ever like talked about this before but I remember a long time ago I was watching like a YouTube video like a vlog of some girl that I watched and she was like I don't know if she was engaged or just had, like, a serious relationship. And someone asked, like, she was, like, answering questions from, like, viewers. Yeah. And somebody asked, like, how did you know that, like, he was the one or, like, Mm -hmm. that he was, you know. And she said for her, and this is just in a romantic sense, I'm talking not necessarily, like, obviously with your family and stuff. But. Yeah. um, She said that for her, it was, like, she had this feeling from, like, their very first date where, like, they just she like she'd known him forever she said okay yes, she said yes. like I was instantly like very comfortable around him and like mm-hmm. I felt like I could just talk to him like I could any of my friends and like I wasn't I never felt like self-conscious or uncomfortable yes and it was funny because like like I thought back to that what that girl said when Sean and I started dating because it was the same thing mm-hmm. like I just instantly had this like connection that I had never had with any other guy before where like it was just easy Yes. It just came so naturally and I never felt like awkward or like there was never that weirdness between us. Like it just felt completely comfortable like I would with any of my friends. 
And yeah, no, that was kind of like a beginning, I guess, feeling of me knowing like that there was something there. I agree with that a lot. I think I think that's the first step is having that comfortability because I think that builds like trust and mm-hmm. that also builds the ability for you to be vulnerable with that person. Like yeah. I feel like I've been listening and thinking a lot about vulnerability lately and and I was like thinking about Gerald and he'll do really like goofy silly things and like I'll be able to be like wow he's being like vulnerable like he wouldn't do that in front of somebody he wanted to like and be cool in front of or something yeah. you know and then it makes me be like those things make are some of my favorite memories of him like when he's just being like crazy or something yeah and so, you know it's a special thing between you two that like exactly. not everyone gets to see that side of him exactly and I think that's kind of when I knew that like I was in love with him and I even like kind of use this example because I I feel like I remember seeing his like walls come down when we first started hanging out and dating because like I feel like when you first are hanging out with somebody you're initially like trying to be perceived like you're just like oh I'm a bad bitch you know like nothing phases me I don't cry I'm like well or I don't know like Gerald was trying to be the cool boy like almost trying to be like yeah, like, all the bitches, you know, like, you know, I'm not phased by anything, and, like, yeah. trying to be, and then I was, like, at first, I was just, like, apprehensive, and I was, like, are you gonna just be a fuckboy, like, I'm not, mm. yeah, but then as his walls, like, as soon as, like, as he became more vulnerable, and just kind of opened up, and it was, like, more, like, silly in himself, that's when I feel like I was, like, falling in love with him, yeah, because I was, you know, getting to see, like, the real person, yeah, and I think another thing with, I guess, with a partner relationship but then also with like friends and family is I feel like I know when someone loves me when they can when like I truly feel heard and I feel like people listen to me and don't judge me and I feel like because I'm thinking of it in like a friend sense and I feel like any of my close close friends I could say I'm trying to think of something that would be like demoralizing like well, I guess not even demoralizing. I feel like I only talk to certain, like, people, like, close people in my life, maybe about, like, my struggles with my feelings around food. I feel like that's something that I opened up with with my friends, and it made yeah. me feel like I felt comfortable with certain people, and I knew that they, like, listened and empathized, so that's when I felt, like, loved, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think that's... It's so interesting. It's so interesting how, like, all, if you really think of it in, like, this, like, overarching look, like, obviously your love with your partner, your friends, and your family is different, but it all has that same feeling of, like, mm-hmm. that, like, comfortability and, like, you feel like, I I know this person will be there for me. Like, I, I have no doubts kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I think there's just, like, that difference between kind of, like, the superficial relationship that you have with just, like, average, like, friends yes. that maybe aren't, like, your best friends, like, yes. and your acquaintances and, like, your coworkers and things like that. And then you have, like, that deeper relationship with those people that you love and you get to see those different, like, the sides of each other that not everyone gets to see. I agree. I think that's where it gets deep and that's what love is. Um, okay, next question. What's the best relationship advice that someone has ever given you? Mm. That's a tough one, I feel like. I would say... I don't know. Like, there was... My grandma, at one point, she, like, pulled me aside, and she was like, 
let me tell you a little bit about love. <laughs> well, she did not say that at all. I'm putting words in her mouth. She's probably listening like, bitch, I never said that. But I remember we had a conversation at one point where we were talking and she's like, been married to my grandpa for freaking like 50 years. So like, obviously she knows a thing or two. Yeah. And, you know, she just like was chatting to me. And this was like when Sean and I had been dating for maybe like a year or so. Mm-hmm. And obviously she could tell that it was like going somewhere. And we were just kind of talking and she was just saying like, you know, it's not always going to be, like, perfect. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're going to go through, like, struggles and stuff. But the main thing, you just have to, like, have patience with the person. And, you know, like, just remember that they're going through life just like you are. And, yeah. you know, you have to remember to just, even when you're frustrated and even when you're going through things, like, that person's just there for you. Like, there's yes. no reason to take out your frustrations on that person because they're, like your partner and you're going through things together so just I think patience is like a huge thing (laughs) patience and just communication I think everyone says communication but it gets very undervalued I it really does and I think people are like oh yeah yeah whatever communication like we talk but I'm like do you really talk like Mm -hmm. do you really go out of your way to like let that person know the struggles that you're having so that they can get in your head like they aren't mind readers and I think a lot of girls especially like forget that like Dudes aren't mind readers. Like, they don't know what struggles that, you know, you're having emotionally. And you need to tell them if you're... You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm... When I was... If I'm struggling with my anxiety, like, I just have to tell Sean, like, I'm feeling anxious today. Like, I'm I'm just having a day. And I just need to tell him that. Because, like, he doesn't know. So then if I'm acting off or, you know, not being myself, like, he needs to know that that's why. And I think for me and Sean's relationship, that's been good because he's very closed off as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. So it's been hard because I've had to try and teach him, like, I don't know what's wrong with you when you're acting quiet and you're not being yourself. And, like, I don't know if it's because of me. I don't know because of what. And, like, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it. But just say, like, I had a really shitty day at work and I'm just feeling, like, moody because of it. Okay, that's all I need to know. Yes. But the communication, I think, is so important. And then patience on my end to be, like, okay... He's having a moment, like, you know, it's annoying because, like, maybe I wanted to, like, do something fun and, like, not be yeah. all meh. But I understand that everyone has those days. Yes. So I need to just show patience and compassion in that time. Wow. You fucking nailed it on the head there. Like, I, mine's a bit more, like, light, but I want to comment on this before I say mine. But I just feel like it's so true in the sense of communication because even I've been thinking a lot more about this this year and like in in all my relationships like my deep relationships I've been thinking about like how can I be a better communicator and I think each relationship whether it's I think I compared Gerald to like my friends or my family and like I have to actually like really analyze those relationships and figure out how is my best way to communicate with those people like say for example like Gerald he can handle this type of conversation whereas or like me delivering this type of conversation in this type of way like I can be a bit more blunt with him whereas with like Kira she is an emotional being and I need to be um more sensitive I'd say in my delivery whereas you know or whereas my friend one of my girlfriends likes it when I'm just straight up and blunt so I think I think learning those relationships and learning the communication style for your loved ones is so important because that's the biggest rift in any sort of relationship is when stuff isn't communicated properly 
right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's when the issues happen. That's when, like, oh, you're pissed off at somebody because they said something to you in a certain way or yeah, they made you, you know, like, that yeah. is exactly where the issues happen, so. Exactly. Well, then there's also the aspect of, like, something might happen between you and your partner and then you're going to your friends or, like, mm-hmm. you know, your sibling or your parents and you're bitching about it and you're like, oh, my God, like, he did this and this and this. And it's like, okay, but why aren't you telling him that? Exactly, exactly. Like, he doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't even freaking know that it bothered you. Like, maybe he just said it and didn't even think about how it could have come across to you. Mm -hmm. And then now you're going around and saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed off he did this. But, like, you know, like I said, talk to that person. Don't talk to everybody else about your issues and not the person. And, like, I think that's a huge thing because I've had lots of instances where friends have been maybe in relationships that weren't the best. And they're constantly, you know, complaining about it and ranting about it. And you're like okay, cool, like, it's awesome that you can open up to your girlfriends and you can tell them these things, these struggles that you're having because obviously you want to be there for your friends and you want to mm-hmm. be able to be, a, you know, an ear for, to listen to their issues because sometimes mm-hmm. someone just needs to have a rant, which yes. is fine. But then, you know, it always was, like, that same aspect where you're like, okay, but, like, do they know all this? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think that... I think that is a very common thing and a very huge thing. And I think it is that misconception where you think you communicate with your partner, but they don't exactly, they don't know that, okay, we had this like argument and then you're walking away with all these feelings that you didn't voice in a way. So then, yeah, how can you fix something if he has no idea and like vice versa too? I've been bad in some of the time for just bottling things up and not saying anything. But I mean, it's just respect for your partner to just explain how you're feeling because it's way worse to get bamboozled and not know how somebody's feeling and been like well I could have I could have changed that or I could have like been more open about this or that or like Mm -hmm. if I would have known so I think that is key um mine is kind of along those lines but I think it's more I think of this as in like when picking a partner and and I think that this is like my favorite thing about Gerald and mine's relationship is like we are two people on different paths I guess going in the same direction so and this is like one of my favorite things is like I know it makes me so excited about like he wants to do he wants to go see the world with me and I want to see the world with him and he wants to buy a house with me and I want to buy a house with him like we're on the same path but I have room to grow and he has room to grow in his own life as well like I just feel like it's not like smothering not smothering and and having a person who is on the same path with you headed in the same direction yeah like obviously we'll be doing other stuff throughout life and things will look different but we're still heading towards the same thing we still want the same things and I think it's hard to be with like it's very hard I mean I know people do it but in a relationship it's hard if one person if you see paths differently I just think you have to be working towards that same goal and there might be times where you have to compromise he has to compromise but ultimately you're focused, you're aligned in what the purpose of this is and what you're, <laughs> sounds like I'm like <laughs> so strategic, but no, I don't know, but I it makes it me makes happy. Sense because it's sort of like one of those things where you want somebody who's going to like compliment your life yes. and make it better. Like someone that you can do, th- you know, do life with, it's yeah. cheesy to saying, but like someone that you can like have those experiences with. But also somebody that it's not like you're dependent on them for your happiness. It's yes. just they add to your happiness. Yes, I agree. I guess. I agree. I think it's like you're you're going through life together with the same goals. I think is like everything. I don't know. I think that's a huge part in a relationship. But that is me. Um, I also think that kind of uh, 
goes back to the communication thing as well and like making sure that you do communicate with your partner like what you want out of life early on because Mm -hmm. that is a huge thing like if your partner is somebody who really wants to travel and see the world and you're like I don't really like traveling like that's not a good match for you because you're not going to have the same goals in life or if you want kids and your partner doesn't like that's a huge thing that you know you can't just compromise on that like there's no way to compromise on it so yeah. i think that it's important to communicate those goals mm-hmm. and aspirations early on so that you can see if that the path is going to be the same for you exactly no i think i think it does all come down to communication because how can you have a relationship with anybody if if you think you know if you're on completely different pages mm-hmm. um okay what are your biggest fears in relationships like what's the worst thing that could happen um, I guess with, like, I don't know, with Sean, like, I, I've never, ever had a fear of, like, him leaving or, mm-hmm. uh, of him, what's the word? Being, like, disloyal? Just being, yes, being disloyal to me. Mm-hmm. I've never had those fears, and I think Fair. if you do have those fears, and there's obviously something there that you need to look at in terms of your, your self-esteem and your maybe your partner maybe there's something there because I think that if you're truly in a happy healthy relationship and you're both at a good headspace like there really shouldn't be fears about and jealousy and things like that in my opinion um if there's trust there then I think that that is not Mm -hmm. even a thing um I don't know I guess I would say the only fears I've ever had is like something happening like him dying him dying or like something happening in the sense of like our relationship not being the same like if there was mm-hmm. let's say an accident and somebody needed to be cared for yeah then that would obviously alter your relationship from like a you know a romantic like yeah. partnership to like a caregiver relationship yeah. and that would be different so I think there's things like that that scare me mm-hmm. um but obviously I don't like think about the negative like all the time but I think yeah. as Sean and I have gotten farther in our relationship and as I I don't want to say I'm dependent on him but I mean now that we live together like and we you know we have a dog together and like our lives are very intertwined obviously so if something was to happen to him it would obviously alter my life like in an extreme extreme way yeah obviously even if we weren't living together it would still alter your life in an extreme way but like it would alter every single aspect my home my whole day-to-day you know what I mean like so I think the farther you get into the relationship, I think that fear gets a little bit scarier because yeah. of that. And it's only going to get worse, like, as you, you know, once you're Invest married more. or once you have yes. children and once you have assets together and all these mm-hmm. things, like, that just kind of, like, builds because you're relying more and more and more on that person. Yes. Um. But like I said, it's not something that I try to dwell on, but I definitely, like, for example, this summer he went away on a canoe trip and it was pretty dangerous and, like... I had, like, way more fear and anxiety about him being away on this trip than, like, I've ever had about anyone going and doing something because I just, like, knew it was dangerous. Yeah. And it just really scared me. Like, I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> no, that's so fair. I feel like I feel like that's a normal, a very normal fear. Like, I, I think about that in, in all of my relationships. I think it's scary, but I know it's also not realistic or healthy to dwell on it. Yeah. Um, I'd say I probably have those fears but I also have the fear of like losing connection Mm -hmm. I think that scares me a lot I mean I obviously feel like that can be mitigated with just continuously always making that effort and really like working on your relationship for your whole life but I do feel like it's inevitable you're gonna hit times where things are different or like 
you're both, you know, you could be going through something, he could be going through something, and you're just in different head spaces. But I just, I think that's just, like, a, such a scary thought where somebody, like, in the on TV or something, and somebody's just like, I just fell out of love with them. And I'm like, yeah. what? How? How did this happen? What well, do, I think, you know? I think one of the things is that, like, you said, you're going through this, like, path together, mm-hmm. and you're growing together. And if somebody starts to, like, veer off of yes. their path or grow, like, a little bit in a different direction, mm-hmm. it can be hard for that other person that's not going in the same direction as them because it's, like, you feel like you're losing them in a sense. Yes. And I think the difference between relationships or marriages that make it and those that don't are the yeah. people who are willing to work for it to like get back on that same path Mm -hmm. so you have the people who start to veer off and the other person's just like well shit never like this isn't working anymore we can't let's call it quits and then you have those other people who are like okay let's figure out what's going on let's try it i'm not saying that every couple who breaks up or gets divorced or anything like that hasn't tried but i think a lot of people do just be like oh well we fell out of love that's that like i just don't know i think even if you start to fall out of love there's always a way that you can get back to where you were so or even a new place like uh i think i think even one of my girlfriends said this to me but she basically she's been in like a like a 10-year relationship and and so like she's gone through it all and just saying that you have to choose you you have to choose to love that person right like it's not yeah. like it's not like those yeah the chemical reactions of the honeymoon phase like it's not like you have that every single day so just making that conscious choice to take time to reconnect and and be connected and yeah. and communicate i think is is how you stay connected and in love so i think i think just steps like that but it is like a scary thought it is definitely yeah things happen and life yeah isn't so but i also think even just like having the like knowing that that is a thing that can happen and like having realistic expectations like just knowing like it's not gonna feel like that sunshine rainbow like honeymoon phase forever it's not gonna be like that every day and like Mm -hmm. there'll be you know times where you do feel a little bit less connected to that person but in the end you just always try and make it back to each other and yeah just yeah. knowing that, I think, is, like, a good first step that you're, like, okay, I understand that that's how it's going to be. It's not always going to be linear, and, like, that's okay. Yes, I think that's a realistic expectation. I think that's good. Good piece of advice. Um, okay, now on some of the lighter stuff. Um, if you could relive one experience with that you and Sean shared, what would it be? Ooh, that's so hard. I know, right? Do you have, like, a fun memory that just, like, stands out, though, when you think... Like, it could be a recent one, could be... Yeah, actually, I don't know if I've shared this one either before on here, but there's, like, at one point... Okay, well, actually, if I could relive anything, it would be, like, our whole first summer of dating. Okay, yes. Because that was just, like, literally such a good moment in my life. Like, I was so happy. I was so happy in, like, my friendships and my relationship. I had, like, so much fun. Mm -hmm. I was just, like, living my life to the fullest. And, like, it was just such a cool experience to, like, get to do all those things together and experience that for the first time like we were going on dates and you know what I mean like you don't go on dates anymore after you've been dating for four years like that's just not it so (laughs) it was just such a like that fun period of time like I just love that yes and I guess one date that kind of stood out to me that's like a really good memory that it's something that like you could never recreate Mm -hmm. is the one day we just went to um festival place it's like this place by where we live if you don't live here and we just brought blankets and we sat on the ground under this like uh like 
awning thingy where it was like covered and there was a thunderstorm mm-hmm. and it was raining and we just sat there for like an hour mm-hmm. and just like hung out and watched like the crazy lightning like there was like insane lightning like lighting up the whole skies and stuff and like we just sat there and like hung out and it was just so fun and like such a random thing to do like I don't yeah. even know like how we came up with that or why we did it but I just ha- like remember that how it was so simple but yeah. just really memorable I like that that's super cute um I feel you I feel like I have maybe like two that kind of stand out but I guess the first one would be the last day we were in Disneyland together because at the beginning of the trip I could tell like classic 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 I don't know if it's just Gerald or dudes but he was trying to be cool like you know like he didn't want to like let himself get excited and crazy whereas you know like I'm like wow let's be crazy and be so excited and be in it and then by the end of the trip he had let all his inhibitions go and he was like so crazy and just so excited and he was like let's do this let's do that like he was just crazy and I was like this is so magical (laughs) and it was just so fun like it was just such a good memory and just a good day and then this is also random but one of my other favorite memories is like I think it was our one year anniversary and it was I think very memorable because it was something we don't do very often but we went to this like restaurant we always wanted to go to called Range Road and it was just such like the perfect date like I just feel like we got dressed up and like usually like I don't know it was just so magical and I just feel like if I could go back to that date and recreate Mm -hmm. that date that would be so fun I would just oh it was so magical we ate for like three hours straight and it was just amazing yeah that does sound magical (laughs) it was so cool and I think trying new foods like trying stuff that I'd never eaten before and it was just such a wild experience it was so fun yeah um okay what is a new experience you want to share this year with Sean engagement (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that (laughs) um I mean I wouldn't be mad about that but uh realistically (laughs) fair enough um a new experience I don't know man like there's not really much that we haven't experienced yet besides that do you have Uh, like a bucket list activity you want to do together um, I don't know I would I don't really know. Not no. really. Maybe Fair. like, uh, I don't know. We've been in talks of maybe getting a trailer this summer, like a tent yeah. trailer. So maybe that would be a having fun getting that yeah for camping because we like camping. It's something we like to do together. So maybe that. Yeah. I don't really know. It's, it's hard when there's a pandemic and you live yeah. together and you've kind of done all the things. But yeah, that's fair. I feel like. <laughs> I really, really, really want to go to Fort Edmonton Park with Gerald this summer because that's, like, one of my favorite places. I don't know why. I can't believe you haven't gone already I know. Like, there had been so many times we had, like, planned to go and it just, like, stuff got in the way. And then, like, I think the year before it was, like, closed for renos and then last year it was closed because of COVID or something. So we just have never gone. So I'm, like, dying to do that this year. And also, like... I would love to go surfing in Tofino with Gerald. So that was something, that's like what I want to do as like my Seafi's writing celebration. I think that would be a cool memory. And then I feel like it's fun because like one day if we have kids, I can be like, look, your mom and dad went surfing. Like, how cool are we? You know? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a fun experience. Um, Okay. Do you think uh, friendship or romance matters more in a relationship? Um... Hmm. I think 
honestly, I think friendship yeah. to me because I think that that's more, like, day-to-day importance. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to be, you know, having romantic dinners every night and, like, having these crazy passionate, to, you know, sessions every night in bed. Like, that's yeah. just not realistic of a relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think your day-to-day life, like, you just want it to be... Enjoyable. You hanging out with your best friend and watching Netflix and joking around together and mm-hmm. playing with your pets. And, like, you know, those are, like, some of my favorite things just about my days. Like, in the evening time when Sean comes home from work and we can just goof around and we play with Lilo and, like, yeah. you know, we chat while we eat dinner and we, you know, joking around. Like, those are the good memories and that's what makes me feel happy is just when I'm, like, in the presence of that person yes. and just live in life and doing the thing and if you didn't have that friendship connection then it's like do you even enjoy spending time with them like <laughs> no I agree I think I also agree with that I think it's I was trying to analyze this and I was like why is this like this because I feel like the more time you spend with them in that friendship way like it never gets old like I yeah. never not enjoy it but whereas I was like I wonder if like you did the same romantic or if you did romantic gestures every day, if the romanticness would be dulled. like Probably. You know? So, But I'm like, why is that not with the friendship aspect? Whereas I feel like if Daryl did a candlelit dinner every day, it would, uh, my appreciation for it would be, like, less almost. Yeah. Because it becomes the normal. So I feel like yeah. romance is, is nice when it's, like, um, mixed, sprinkled in and, like, it's more unexpected. But yeah. it's, it's just I, not realistic. Yeah. No, I agree. It's more superficial, I think. Yeah, I feel you. I agree with that one. Okay, my last question for you. What is your perfect Valentine's Day date? Ooh. I know. Me and Sean have had some fun AF Valentines, honestly. Have you? Yeah. Mm. I don't know, like... It'd be fun to go, like, away for, like, a weekend or something. Mm, yeah, Do something fun. But I'm also, like, feeling stir-crazy, so maybe that's just that talking. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, I'm so boring. I'm like, I don't know. Good food. It can be boring. It can be, yeah. Like, it can be just watching a movie and... I think maybe going to, like, a restaurant that, like, we wouldn't normally go to because it's, like, more pricey, like, high-end and just eating, like, delicious food. Like, yeah, something like that would be fun. I feel you. Yeah, um, I, I don't know good. that we've ever really done that we've always just like made we've always just had food at home every valentine's day so i think it would be fun to spice it up and go out for once because we we don't really do that but fair no i think that'd be fun i was thinking about mine and i like love surprises so like if any sort of surprise i would be like wow you know like it would just set it off so good i feel like that would be the best and then I feel like Gerald and I are more of like a a breakfast brunch type of couple. So like getting to go to either like, ooh, like high tea or like um, something, something like a cool, different bougie cafe or like some epic coffee place that I've always wanted to go. I feel yeah. like is so fun. And then maybe doing some sort of activity. I don't know, like skating or like something an activity to round off the date but I'd feel like it'd be a f- I feel like we've done the evening like let's like I don't know we went to sumo sumo and that was fun but I just feel like a really magical day would be so fun yeah that would that be would yeah be we've dream. always only done like evening stuff too yeah. we've never done like daytime activities but yeah so I feel like that would be my dream but yeah 
anyways, I guess you're hearing this and Valentine's Day has already happened. So we'll tell you what we did. We'll do, we'll do, uh, hop on some stories. Yeah. And also let us know what you guys did. If you did anything crazy. I know one of my friends that I was talking to, they are getting a hotel room and they're getting the romance package and they're getting like rose petals and shit. And I was like, damn, that is, that's crazy. I like it. I feel like that'd be fun. So yeah, let us know if you get crazy or if you treat yourself, if you have a fun Galentine's Day, whatever you get up to. But yeah. Or maybe just with yourself. Frick, yeah. buy yourself something that you've been wanting or order yourself get a fancy dinner. Yeah, yes. get it for yourself or buy a whole cake and eat the whole yes. thing all to yourself. Literally. Oh, I'm going to go make some chocolate-covered strawberries now for myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds Hell good. yes. Okay, guys, hope you have a good week. And we'll see you on the flip side. See you guys. Bye.